Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is Michelle, and who's here with me? It's JD. <laughs> it's JD. It's always JD. <laughs> It's always JD. It's always yeah. Michelle. So far, so far, we have a hundred percent streak. Good job, us. Yeah. Nobody uh, else well wants to come and join us. <laughs> Good. We wouldn't let them anyway. No. Um, if this is your get first off my time lawn. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> if this is your first time tuning in, first off, that is how we are all the time. Yep. Uh, secondly, our whole thing here is that we watch Shutter, and Shutter is a horror streaming movie horror movies whatever it's a platform it's got movies of the horrific type um we're just fans they don't endorse us uh they might hate what we do we have no idea we just like the service so don't go complain to them if you don't like what we're doing it's a completely independent thing anyway complain to uh, them if you don't like the movies (laughs) but don't complain to them if you don't like us yeah, if you don't like the podcast, that's an us issue. If you don't like the movies, that's a them issue. You should For go that matter, write them a you, sternly worded letter. If you don't like the podcast, why are you still listening? They gave up. That's the wrong uh, attitude <laughs> to bring into the beginning of a podcast, I, mean, I think. The wrong wow. energy. <laughs> we have thousands Man. of people listening, and they love us. Man. Hello, welcome. Well, okay. Anywho, uh, today we are going to do what we always do and talk about one of the original slash exclusives that was released this week. JD, what are we talking about today? Well, it's uh, double feature week, and uh, today we're hitting the second half of that double feature. It's called Speak No Evil. It's a uh, a Danish film directed by Mm -hmm. Christian Tafdrup. Wonderful. Uh, As we always do on this show, uh, I'm going to just give you a quick rundown of the shutter description. Then we're going to hit you with our spoiler free thoughts. So nothing we say should spoil the movie yet. So first off, here's the description from the website. One family accepts an invitation to the rural home of another they met on holiday, only to find their lives altered in unexpected, deeply horrifying ways. From director Christian Tadruff, speak no evil, glides from... Um, uh, glides from from squirmy to sinister to full-on shocking a shutter original uh from from is in there twice and i enjoy that anyway yeah. uh jd would you like to hit us with your spoiler free thoughts i would like to lightly tap you on the cheek with my spoiler free thoughts on Thank speak you. no evil uh, I no, this movie was pretty all right um i uh I, there's i i, I there's the story uh, I think I, I, I just would have liked a little bit more of certain details in certain places. Uh, but overall, I thought this movie was was pretty good. Uh, kept the tension gradually but consistently ratcheting up all the way through the movie. It's very much one of those everything starts out uh, uh, perfectly normal. In fact, too normal for its own good. And then things just slowly but surely get weirder and creepier and stranger, and then it uh, it, it 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 goes for the jugular. But uh, yeah, I I uh, I enjoyed this movie. Uh, I thought it was really solid. Uh, I'm definitely interested in seeing what Christian Taftrup does in the future. I'm giving this one a three and a half skulls. Three and a half skulls out of five yeah. from my co-host JD. Well. 
Um, we somewhat agree about this movie, except that I loved this movie. Ooh. I seriously debated giving this a five skull. Oh, okay. I'm not going to go quite to the five level. I will give it a 4.75 out of five skull. Awesome. I think that this movie just preyed on a lot of fears that I already have, and it delivered really well, and it was beautifully shot, and it just kept me just captured by this this entire experience i could not look away i loved it i will go with a 4.75 that gives us what an average of 4.125 did i do the math right wow the human calculator jd you did (laughs) (laughs) 4.125 out of five skulls which is a pretty good score for this dang decent for speak no evil which i think is a pretty accurate uh parallel to the movie pretty dang decent it is. Yeah. Well, that's the end of the episode. Goodbye. Oh, wait. No, we're <laughs> no. missing a part. All right, guys. Yeah. So uh, now don't leave quite yet. Hey, I remembered this time. Uh, what we're going to yes, do here job. is if you want to go actually watch the movie now before we get into the spoilers and a little bit more deep and involved discussion of the movie, we're going to give you an opportunity to do that. If you don't care about spoilers, well, then you just keep right on listening. If you do care about spoilers, in a moment, you're going to hit your pause button. You're going to go watch the movie. And then when you're done watching the movie, you're going to come back here. You're going to hit that play button again and finish our episode. Does that about cover it, Michelle? I think that is a pretty solid description of the steps that they should take if they don't want to miss the rest of the episode. All right, then, guys. If you want to go watch the movie, you're going to hit that pause button right about meow. All right. Are you back? Cool. Uh, so Michelle, uh, you, uh, we both enjoyed this movie. You enjoyed it a bit more than I did. Uh, Mm -hmm. why don't you take the first watch here and just, uh, go to town. Let us know all about what you loved about Speak No Evil. Well, J.D., I would love to do exactly that. I love movies that wreck me emotionally, and this did a pretty good job of making me feel like a crummy human being and questioning uh, humanity as a whole. And I just, I love, like, that is my favorite kind of horror, uh, movies like Martyrs, uh, just the ones where I'm like, I'm very, very upset and deeply disturbed, and I kind of hate myself, and I need to go take a shower. Favorite kind of horror, by far. <laughs> oh, so, so you, uh, this you did a really great job. enjoy Martyrs. <laughs> oh, I have seen Martyrs so many times, and Ooh. every time I like, I get very uncomfortable. I've seen the remake and the original multiple times. Wow. That movie fucks me up. I love Martyrs, but I have a very hard time watching it, and yet I still keep doing it. I'm just a massive sadomasochist. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you, if in case you are one of the people who heard the beginning of this and then went, eh, I don't really need to see that. I'm just going to listen to them break it down. Here's the breakdown. This couple with a child meets another couple with a child. They become polite friends. And the one couple invites the other couple over to their place for a couple days. And they go, well, it would be impolite for us not to go. So then they go and things just get slowly more and more uncomfortable because people are trying to figure out at what point do I feel like I'm in enough danger that I can be impolite. (laughs) And that is a huge fear of mine where I have been in points of like I might get physically harmed if I don't say anything soon and I have stayed there I related to these people so much of just like 
yeah, they might murder me, but also what if they unfriend me on Facebook? That's the bigger horror for me. Yeah, the whole... Horrifying. The whole movie, I was watching it, and I was thinking back to just a couple of weeks ago to who invited them. Uh, I thought of the same thing. Our our discussion (laughs) of of, uh, uh, politeness and not wanting to come across as rude, and I was like, oh, this is... This Michelle, this movie is gonna eat Michelle alive, and I was right. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. I thought of who invited them too, and I was like, this is apparently the month of just social awkwardness that becomes dangerous. Yeah. Um. So if you have not seen the ending of this movie, eventually they're right. These people cut the tongue of their daughter off, and then they get murdered by being forced to walk naked into a uh, wintry quarry of some sort, and then they just get rocks pelted at them until they die, and their daughter is now the other family's daughter now, and they killed their first son, and when they are asked, why are you doing this, they respond, because you let us. That got to me so much because I'm like oh my god I would let them oh my god and I was like why are you not fighting these people as they're stealing your daughter and I'm like because they said that no, no harm would come to them and they believe them these people have such a optimistic view of humanity that it is their downfall and I oh this one fucked me up I loved it <laughs> yeah I was uh, I was definitely on board for this one uh, for sure, uh, a bit more than I was for for the first half of our double feature yesterday, Flux Gourmet. Um, <laughs> I, again, I, I like this movie. Does a really good job of, um, you know, I'm I'm not so much into the uh, uh, the really aggressive bleakness all the time. Like Martyrs is not a movie that it's a movie that you enjoy a little bit more than I do. Uh, that one's yeah, a, I'm broken. Uh, that one is a little more. Uh, it's a little too straightforward in its bleakness. Uh, if you're gonna get bleak, <laughs> I need a little bit like a movie like Saint Maud is pretty bleak, but there's there's a, like. there's a little <laughs> bit of a of a different sort of vibe. Anyway, uh, what mm-hmm. I liked, like I said about this movie, is uh, it does a great job of ratcheting tension. You start out there's just these two happen to meet each other uh, couples. They're out on vacation and they just happen to to meet because they're staying at the same sort of like like resort or whatever. Uh, and then uh, they get an invitation to come hang out in, in Denmark with them or in Holland with them. They're in, they live in Denmark and they're going to Holland and they're immediately like, that's kind of weird. We barely know them. And it just gets weirder and weirder and stranger. And there's layers and layers Um this again, part of what uh, kept me from going the full nine the way you did on this movie is definitely that um, I don't have that same level of fear of being seen as impolite <laughs> that you do. Uh, there were several moments along the way where I would have pieced the fuck out on these people <laughs> and there's nothing they could have said or done to stop me. Frankly, the fact that the wife was so easily talked back into it after she found her daughter in bed with this naked man and her wife, her, like, 10-year-old daughter or whatever, like, maybe single digits, I don't remember. That's when shit just got, I was just like, what the fuck? Uh, and, uh, uh, the, uh, the tongue-cutting, I mean, we've had several conversations before 
about how shit with kids really fucks me up. Uh, yep. I feel like uh, I didn't I didn't like seeing it, but I feel like this movie earned that sequence a little more than some others did, just by again how well it it, it did work at ratcheting up the tension, building up. Mm-hmm. This is one of those. This is again the kind of movie I like where it's just like a slow burn where you just know there's just this like looming dread and you know something mm-hmm. is coming. And what I what, something I actually really enjoyed is the reveal when they show you uh, that Abel has been drowned. Um, mm-hmm. What I like about that is for a moment they have ratcheted the tension so well that I was expecting way worse when the camera turned around than just a child floating in a, in a, a swimming pool drowned. Like, I was expecting mm-hmm. something fucked up. I, I mean, as if drowning a child isn't fucked up enough as it is. <laughs> but, but, I mean, you know what yeah. I mean with the kind of shit that we watch There are here. worse ways yeah. to go. Like, this, yes. like I was thinking this. we're going to come around the corner and this kid's going to be mutilated and splayed all over the room. It could have been. And I kind of like that. That like it's it's the it's a perfect example of how what they what they do what you do to yourself in your head is way worse than anything they're gonna be able to do to you anyway. Um, yep. And then another detail that I really enjoyed is uh, when you get up when he finally gets up into that attic in the other building and he sees the photographs. What I like about that is they never touch on it. But there are a lot of fucking photographs in that attic. These people have done this a bunch of times. Uh, and it's like, that's, uh, yeah. Uh, the one part where I, I again, I, I wasn't so completely sold on uh, the uh, the travelers. And I'm sorry that I forget their names, but the, the two who ended up being the victims I wasn't completely sold. Bjorn and somebody. Yeah, Bjorn and and uh, and his wife, Mrs. Bjorn. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, and weirdly enough, I remember on the other side the woman's name was Karen, but I don't remember the dude's name, the bad guy. But Mr. Karen. Mr. Karen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but so <laughs> I, um, I, uh, I I I would have, like I said, I I never would have made it this far. Like, frankly. If somebody I met for a few days on vacation sent me a postcard asking me to come to Holland to visit them, that's not happening, right? They're going to get a polite <laughs> reply that says, I'm Hear sorry. Hear that, Holland listeners? Yeah, it's, I'm it's, so it's, sorry. It's like, <laughs> they're, wherever they're from, all I'm saying is they're going to get mm. a nice postcard back that says, hey, I really appreciate that offer. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it. And that's where this story ends. Uh, <laughs> when, uh, when I get there, here's the question that I have for you. How did those people not immediately say, wait a minute, this is where a doctor lives. That doesn't look like, cause it's, I mean, it's, I'm not saying a doctor wouldn't live out in the middle of nowhere. I'm saying a doctor who lives out in the middle of nowhere doesn't live in a fucking shack like these people live in. Uh. <laughs> I I could see that kind of in his head Bjorn had built this stranger up as such a good person that he could have said this is a doctor who's choosing to live a frugal life I guess also because I do... he had such a high regard right. well of this and now stranger. that you mentioned that it does immediately come to mind of course that this is not an American movie this happens in Europe 
So maybe the doctor, mm-hmm. it, you know, it'd be a lot more reasonable to expect that doctors wouldn't be so uh, uh, material and, and wealth-oriented. You hear that, American yeah. doctors? <laughs> I wasn't going like to say it, but... jerks. Saying it would be yeah. impolite, so and were, as we have learned, I don't like that. There were little things like that about it where I wasn't, I wasn't fully connected to it. Uh, there mm-hmm. were a couple of moments that got really confusing even, like it, towards the end when they're running away. Like, obviously, I understand why he left the road because he was trying to get away from the other vehicle. Uh, but after mm-hmm. they get stuck and he starts walking out, when he comes back to the car, uh, Louisa, that was her name, Louisa, <laughs> uh, and and yeah. Agnes, the child, they're gone. And when he meets back up with, uh, with Karin and uh, uh, Patrick, that was his name, Patrick. I remember all the names. Oh my wow. God. And Abel was the boy. Uh, wow. When, when pa- and Magudin uh, was Majuhadin the babysitter. or something like that? Mujahideen? Yeah, no, we almost got is, all uh, the names. The Mujahideen is a totally different thing. That's like... Muhajid. Mu- you were close. Yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, so when they finally come out and pick him up, like... Luisa and Agnes almost seem like happy to have been rescued by these people just all of a sudden when these are the people who have been super creepy and weird this whole time. Uh, So I feel like I was missing something there. Uh, So little bits along the way where I I, I didn't connect with it fully and I didn't personally get caught up in the the logic of it. Uh, But I could at least understand that kind of person and totally see how somebody else who isn't me could get caught up in this situation. There's a small bit of schadenfreude in me that just wants to say, well, see, if you had just stood up for yourself rather than being so fucking worried about being so polite, you wouldn't have just been stoned to death in a quarry in the middle of the Netherlands by a couple of crazy people who just cut your daughter's tongue off. That's what you get okay. for being worried about being <laughs> impolite. Which would you? Oh, when I get stoned to death in a quarry, Michelle. Would you okay. rather somebody think you were rude, or be stoned to death nude in a quarry in the Netherlands after your daughter's tongue has just been cut off? I'm gonna go with the quarry <laughs> See, because at one. least, at least when I die and people go to my funeral, they'll be like, "She was so nice." I never had a bad thing to say about her. She, she was always so to, polite. All she would have had to do was just say the impolite thing, but she just took yep. one for the team. But then if I said the impolite thing, someday I'm going to die anyway. It's inevitable. That person is going to show up to my funeral and be like, yeah, so she thought I was abusive to her daughter, but it was just a, a <laughs> weird miscommunication. Her her daughter's fine. I didn't do anything to her. And that's what people are going to think of me. They're going to be like, this monster <laughs> accused somebody of something that they were not doing at all. So, like, God forbid. I'm just inviting people to come kill me in a quarry now because yeah. they know that they can just push the limits um i have to go back to that photo room uh-huh. uh because thinking about that is where like after i got done watching this movie i had time to think about it this uh felt like it was probably going to be a child trafficking situation yeah. where they were taking these people's children and then selling them mm-hmm. or doing whatever they do that is awful but instead they have gone through all these children and just killed them and gotten a new Yeah, one. that's that's another one of the things that was a, a, a little bit of a shortcoming for me is Oh, they, that added to but, it. For well, me. And, and, and I do want to say like I, they did 
uh, a great job in making me wonder, like, whoa, who the fuck are these people and what are they doing? And again, what what the fuck are they doing with all these kids? Uh, like, because like there are a lot of kids they've been through, according mm-hmm. to those photos. Uh, but I became so curious. It's it was such a a well painted mystery that I became so curious that I was kind of upset that I didn't get more details. Right. Like I, I, I that's I, how you get with movies. Right. You need more information. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like it was like, don't get me wrong. I, 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 it's not the kind of thing where I feel like, like the mystery isn't earned. I definitely understand what they were trying to do. This is just one of those situations where again, the mystery was so compelling to me that I mm-hmm. really wanted to find you out more, more about who these people were. <laughs> Uh, if I had gotten a little more of those details, uh, again, probably would have bumped my score up a little bit. Maybe would have brought yours down. Uh, but there's one mm-hmm. thing uh, that I want to mention because, I, again, it's it's something that I go back and forth on with this movie. You talked about uh, the sequence uh, where they're like, why are you doing this to us? So Buren's like, why are you doing mm-hmm. this to us? And Patrick says, because you let me or because you mm-hmm. let us. And I agree that that is really uh like it's a creepy sort of thing it also reminded me way 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 too much of the strangers uh when they're like why are you doing this to us and they're just like because you, you were, were home. home like it, it uh, felt odd it felt so yeah. like i immediately thought of that line uh to the degree that it, it felt so much like and again, they're, they're, they're two slightly different uh, specific details, but it's essentially the same logic, right? Uh, it's just because mm-hmm. you just happen to, like, like, for, I, like, again, for The Strangers, it's because you just happen to be home. For, for this movie, it's because, well, because you, you didn't try to stop us uh, in any way. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the, the matter-of-factness and the simplicity of it, it just immediately ramped that up into my head and kind of pulled me out of that moment a little bit. Uh, but again, I, I, I do agree that uh, the, the like, it's a, it's a pretty, uh, like, I guess everybody always, again, wants the explanation, like me, and sometimes <laughs> you don't get the explanation, and fuck you. You just gotta, you gotta accept you're just never gonna know. Uh, and so that definitely is, is kind of how this movie plays a little bit. Uh, but yeah, overall, I, uh, I enjoyed this one. It, I definitely think people should give it a look. Uh, I think it's, again, got a lot in common. It's still a very different movie, but also overlaps on the Venn diagram a bit with a movie like, uh, like Who Invited Them. Uh, but I think does a lot of those same sort of things a little bit better than that movie did. Uh, it's kind of a different direction. We're going to be the visitors rather than visitors coming to us, but... Um, yeah, and just overall the, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the tension mounting of it, I thought the, the, the built to a really great, uh, a great climax and, uh, yeah, I had a good time with this one. I don't know that if I'll be running out to watch it again anytime soon, but I definitely glad I saw it. Uh, this is one that I have already told several, several friends that they have to watch before listening to this episode because I want them to feel the heavy despair that I did at the end. Yeah. Um, I did because I finished this movie before you did because I am a crazy person <laughs> and I watch way too many movies. Um, and JD I had time is terrible at scheduling. <laughs> no, you just are a much busier person on Thursdays than I am. And I am like, movies are my number one thing in life. Yeah, but whose uh, fault is that? It's mine. <laughs> Yeah, it's also my I want to be the heel. I don't have friends. (laughs) 
So uh, I had been reading some interviews with the director and writer right. Christian Taftruff. Taftrup. Um, and I came across uh, some quotes that I just really enjoyed and wanted to share. Uh, so he said that he wanted to make the most depressing film in Danish history. Well, he did a good um, job. Said, <laughs> oh, man. It's bleak. He said, actors said no to castings because they thought the last 20 pages were just too much. And many people asked me to rewrite that. I tried to rewrite it with more hope in the end. And then it just became a bad American horror film. <laughs> Okay, I like that. I'm with this guy. I really, really enjoyed that. that. You know what? But also, you know what? On the strength (laughs) of that interview quote alone, we're bumping this up to four skulls. We're going from three and a half to four skulls. That's that's brilliant. I love that. We tried Um, to make it a little bit less bleak and a little more hopeful, but then it was just a shitty American (laughs) horror film. I love that. This is yeah, this Uh, is now a four by four point seven five, giving us an average of four point three seven five skulls. Yeah, I knew you would appreciate that because the movies are the most upsetting are usually. Also the the, Uh, the flippancy (laughs) with which we occasionally just in the middle of an episode adjust our skull ratings should tell you how much stock you should put in these skull ratings. Just I put a lot of stock into mine. I have a system. Michelle has a whole system and a logic and she's she's constantly adjusting as she goes, and I'm literally just Mm -hmm. like, How do I feel about how I felt like how did I feel about this movie? when I was done and how do I feel about it right now just like what's my like you could ask me three days from now and I give this movie a completely different score but we're going up to (laughs) four skulls on this one it's one of my favorite things about uh doing this show is that yours can be all over the place changes constantly ultimately I'm sitting here going through my system (laughs) my skull ratings just listen to how I talk about the movie also don't pay attention to mine because what if we disagree and then you hate me (laughs) that's why I'm I'm like oh god what do the majority of people think what do I think Am I okay going against the grain? Am I right to go against the grain? <laughs> uh, am I wrong? I really need to I'm, think about. What I, I'm waiting I for now about is my I'm waiting for the moment where I talk myself into an even lower score, where I'm just like I didn't like a movie, and I'm just ranting about why I didn't like it, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck this movie. Zero skulls. <laughs> um. I know that it has been a very long time since we did the episode for for the tw- off for season. The, oh, was it off season? How about the twin? Oh God! The uh, twin was well, my first twin- half a skull rating. The <laughs> twin. Um, <laughs> fuck that movie. I, you know what? I would Retroactively, like- <laughs> go back. Fuck the twin. Zero no. skulls. <laughs> I was about to do that with off-season. You stole my gimmick. I'm sorry. Well, then, okay, if we each get one freebie, you just gave the twins zero. I am going back because off-season is one I have thought back on so many times. Like, it keeps me awake at night how upset I was about that movie. But still, I gave it a 3.5 because there were so many good parts to it. And I will lay awake at night and be like, 3.5 is way too high. That was terrible judgment. And I feel so bad about it. I'm lowering it. To a one. It's official <laughs> on our Excel spreadsheet. It's, that is now a one. We, so that's a one point seven five. I love how this episode movie. about uh, <laughs> uh, about speak no evil has descended into a dissection of exactly how valuable our skull ratings may or may not be. Yeah, oh. I I feel so much better clearing the record about off season because oh, seriously, man. at least once a I week, give I'll be drifting off. 
You gave it 2.5. Oh, wow. We may have to read. I'm just really that. pissed off that, about the music that was from <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, but was not from Beauty and the Beast. I seriously, I lay awake at night and I think about off season and how pissed off I was at the end of that movie. And yet I still felt compelled to give it a good score because the cinematography was good. I'm going to talk myself back into no, a good stop score it. again. But stop it. Just it. stop it's right there. One. It's that a one. Right That's there. what we're ending at. Go back and Speak listen no to Evil our was very good. Off season was awful. Yeah. Go <laughs> back and listen to the episode about off season if you haven't previously <sighs> go back and listen to all of our episodes michelle what are we watching next week next week in case you didn't just ourselves. to summarize guys in case you didn't catch on uh we both suggest you go see speak no evil see it when you get a chance Absolutely. yeah it's really worth your time uh next week we are watching our continuing descent into madness uh but we are also watching a movie called raven's hollow raven's hollow what could it be about? I bet it has something to do with ravens in a hollow. Uh, it is about Edgar Allan Poe. That's literally all I know about Well, it. tell me no more. Stop right there. It's already been spoiled. <laughs> no. I thought that you were going to quote Edgar Allan Poe at me. Oh, uh, no. Isn't there no more raven uh, never Quote the more, raven never more? Yeah. Yeah. So you don't want me to quote the no, raven? No. No. Okay. I'm not going to do that to this you. This is just... We're going off the rails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just, the whole uh, thing. Uh, so, um, <laughs> you uh, do they have any time remaining, Michelle, to order T-shirts? This episode mm. is going to hit at midnight on the seventeenth. Do they have time? I think we can be kind and give them through the remainder of the day. So at eleven fifty-nine Central Standard Time on September seventeenth, that is your final call. We will extend it just a little bit, and that's only because my Saturday plans got canceled, Woo-hoo. and I am feeling gracious. Awesome! So if you still want one of those, I'll be playing Persona awesome, Five in my basement. Uh, we watch Shutter T-shirts feature. You'll be playing what in your basement? Persona 5. Persona 5. Look, I don't... uh, Oh, shit. We got to talk. You are a high schooler, and you're also saving the world. It's a fucking great series. We will talk about Persona. I am 100% Persona 5 right now. I put 150 hours into it so far. The game where you wear, like, a sheep costume and climb towers... Oh, fuck. It is by the same people. That's called Catherine, and Catherine is one of my all-time favorite video games. This is also by the same studio. We have to talk about this at some point. Let me wrap up this episode. (laughs) Fucking love Catherine. So, guys, check out the social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Play Catherine if you haven't. At We Watch Shutter on all those places. Uh, The form for filling out to get a T-shirt, including pictures of the T-shirt, uh, featuring art by the amazing Juan Ortiz of, of the Dead Designs. That's uh, all. Uh, probably the easiest place to find that is going to be pinned to the top of our Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. hey, go check all of that out. Um, we've got a new episode coming out every day in October. Going back and checking Pretty out some great. of the originals and exclusives that uh, came out uh, before we started the show. And Michelle, we're doing another uh-huh. live appearance. Where are we going to be? We're going to be at wrestling. No, that's not well. Okay, so we are going back to wrestling, but that's not the one I was talking about. Oh, you sorry. skipped right next over week. the next one. I'm so sorry. I have wrestling on my brain. You reminded me of Catherine. Now I'm feeling aggressive. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> I'm like a beta fish when I saw my reflection <laughs> and I want to fight. <laughs> that's funny because I'm like a beta no. male. But I'm. Tsh- 
<laughs> but um, uh, we will be at Anime Fargo next week. Yes. So uh, come check us out. We're going to be doing super spooky, scary movie party, which I did by myself back at CoreCon. Um, and we had a grand old time. I loved watching reactions of people ge- being very upset at the scenes that I showed them. Oh, so we're going to do that again. Are we going to? And we're yeah. we're uh, we're putting an extra focus on uh, on Asian horror Asian movies horror. because this is a. Uh, uh, sort of an anime and, and Asian entertainment uh, themed convention. And oh, buddy, are there some things in Asian horror movies that we mm-hmm. can really, really disturb some <laughs> some people with. Yeah, <laughs> I really want to give at least one person nightmares. <laughs> uh, and just a self, uh, selfless, shameless self-promotion, uh, the week after, I will be at ValleyCon for burlesque both Friday and Saturday. Ooh, so yeah. come see me there. Our special guests, or their special guests, not mine. I have nothing to do with it. But the special guests are Bill Mosley and Joe Bob Briggs and Darcy's a male girl. And I swear to God, if I see them in a hall, I'm just going to pee myself right we're gonna i'm so excited to just be in the same room we're gonna try real hard to maybe bring some mobile recording gear and maybe talk to them (laughs) just chase them down darcy right hey we 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 (laughs) talked on we we talked on the twitter about how you also enjoy pro wrestling and (laughs) do you remember me should be yeah. like that's like seven thousand dudes. Who are you? <laughs> so yeah. yeah, we're and then she'll be like, "Oh, you're the lady who is uh, doing a Batman burlesque routine right. tonight," and I'll be like, "Hell yeah, we're friends." Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, we got uh, we got anime Fargo appearance coming up. Uh, Michelle's gonna be doing mm-hmm. some things at uh, at ValleyCon. We got the next mm-hmm. Time Bomb Pro Wrestling event coming up in October at the Sanctuary Event Center here in Fargo. We've officially shit. Made we're it. gonna be everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, everywhere, even in your house. Yeah. But not if you invite us and we barely know you because then we know what happens right. because of this movie. Right. Don't do, yep. yeah, maybe, or maybe Don't invite do, us do that. I said do do. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note, uh, yeah. Uh, do you want to do it or should I? Oh, I'll go ahead okay, and do it. Okay, you do okay. it. Uh, how does this work? And on, and on that note, say goodnight, J.D. Good night, Michelle. <laughs> oh, I did it wrong. Good night, JD.